Today on the newscast, the UN General Assembly passes an anti-Israel resolution that calls the founding of the Jewish state a catastrophe. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to New York City. I'm back at TBN's NYC studio filming a special today an upcoming special that you'll see on TBN sometime next week, not sure of the air date yet, called Revolution in Iran. Now, I'm not talking about the 1979 Iranian Revolution. Actually, quite the opposite. Folks, we're going to go in-depth on those ongoing protests that have rocked the Iranian regime over the past nearly three months. The people of Iran are rising up. They're in the streets. This is a serious threat to the regime that you're not hearing much about in the mainstream media, but we will go in-depth on this upcoming TBN special, Revolution in Iran, as soon as I have the air date. Again, it will be next week. You will hear about it right here on the Watchman newscast. In the meantime, the UN up to its old tricks again. Now, we told you a few weeks ago about a UN General Assembly resolution that demanded that Israel give up its nuclear weapons. Not only that, that Israel place its nuclear weapons sites under UN supervision. Now, two things here. Number one, Israel has never officially declared that it possesses nuclear weapons. Number two, in this resolution condemning Israel's nuclear weapons, Iran was never mentioned. The Iranian regime continues, obviously, to drive for nuclear weapons, as we've drove home here for you on the newscast for years now. That's not mentioned. Once again, Israel is the focus of the UN's ire. And folks, the numbers tell the tale. In 2022, this year alone, get this, the UN has passed 15 anti-Israel resolutions, 15 resolutions focused on Israel, a nation the size of the state of New Jersey, and only 13 resolutions overall against other nations. 15 against Israel, 13 against all the other nations of the world. Pretty telling. And now we have another sad tale coming out of the UN. On Wednesday, the United Nations General Assembly, by a large margin, as you're about to hear, passed a resolution referring to the creation, the miraculous rebirth of the state of Israel in 1948, referring to it by what the Palestinians call it, the Nakba, or catastrophe. So the UN has essentially codified this term when it refers to the founding of the Jewish state, calling it a catastrophe, a calling for in May 2023, which will mark the 75th anniversary of the refounding of the state of Israel. The UN is going to mark that with an acknowledgement of the Nakba, that we, we see it as followers of Jesus, as believers in the Bible, as a great event, a great, incredible, prophetic milestone, the rebirth of the nation of Israel. But that's apparently not how the UN and many nations of the world see it, certainly not the Palestinians. Again, they call it a catastrophe, and the UN is now have, backing them up on that very term. Folks, it's outrageous. We're going to break it all down for you in a minute. Before I do, hey, a way to stand with Israel in the wave of this onslaught that's coming against it now and will only intensify in the days to come is to support the Israeli economy, in particular Israeli small businesses. 
That's why I want to tell you about my good friends at Artsa. Now, we've been partnering with Artsa for a while here on the newscast. They produce these incredible boxes that include great products made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. Now, this month's Artsa box is a special Christmas box just in time for the holidays featuring products from Bethlehem, Nazareth, and Jerusalem, of course, all crucial places in the ministry of Jesus. You can get your Arts of Box subscription and fulfill that biblical mandate, by the way, to support Israel through supporting Israeli small businesses, which are putting these incredible boxes together. Just visit artsabox.com. You see the URL there on your screen. And use the discount code WATCHMAN25 to get 25% off your Arts of Box subscription. Hey, it's a great deal. It's the holidays right now, so we hope you take advantage of it. Artsabox.com, Watchman25. Okay, back to some less happy news and less festive news. The UN General Assembly's continued targeting of Israel. Now, folks, I want to break down for you who exactly sponsored this resolution declaring the founding of Israel a catastrophe, who sponsored it, who opposed it, and who abstained, which to me, to abstain, uh, take a stand. To abstain, to me, is a very cowardly act. Take a stand. Either you stand with Israel or you stand against Israel. We know where God stands on it. With God Almighty, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, there's really no gray areas. He's pretty black and white, if you read his word. But here is who co-sponsored this resolution. I've got the list here. And see who jumps out at you when I rattle off these countries. Egypt, Jordan, the United Arab Emirates, Senegal, Tunisia, and Yemen, and the Palestinians, of course, who aren't a country, but they were permitted to co-sponsor this resolution at the United Nations. The resolution passed by a vote of 90 in favor, 90 in favor, only 30 against, and 47 abstained. 47 nations couldn't take a stand one way or the other. Pretty sad. But 90 nations, led by, again, Egypt, Jordan, and the United Arabs, co-sponsored this resolution. Now, folks, why is that problematic? Egypt, Jordan, the UAE. What do they all have in common? They have relations with Israel. They have peace treaties with Israel. The UAE is part of that Abraham Accords initiative. It has a growing relationship with Israel, and yet, at the UN, they continue to sponsor anti, viciously anti-Israel resolutions. Folks, this has to stop. If Israel is to have a serious relationship with these Sunni Arab nations, like Egypt, Jordan, and the UAE, if their relationship, if the, the, the paper that the peace treaty has written on means anything, then Israel must, in my view, declare to these nations no more at the UN. If you want to abstain, okay, abstain. But you are actually spearheading anti-Israel resolutions while at the same time maintaining diplomatic relations with us. We can't have it. I think Israel at this point, especially with the UAE, which is an Abraham Accords nation, Israel needs to lay down the law there and say enough is enough. It's one thing to abstain. It's another thing to actively oppose us and condemn us at the UN when you're supposedly, in the case of the UAE, certainly, our friends, Egypt, Jordan, more of a cold peace there between Israel and those two nations, but certainly the UAE and Israel 
have had what I described earlier as a growing and a warm relationship. So this nonsense at the UN on the part of the UAE and other Sunni Arab nations that have relations with Israel needs to stop. Here is who opposed this resolution. Israel, no doubt, no surprise there. Australia, Austria, Canada, Denmark, Germany, really most of the European Union, which by the way is kind of a surprise because as we told you on previous newscast, oftentimes the, the EU will oppose Israel at the UN, sadly, but Denmark, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Italy, the Netherlands, the UK, and the US, thankfully, were among the nations that voted against it. Ukraine did not vote, and again, 47 nations just abstained altogether. And not only that, by the way, who else voted in favor? Azerbaijan, Israel has relations with Azerbaijan. Bahrain, Abraham Accords Nation. Morocco, Abraham Accords Nation. Sudan, Abraham Accords Nation, but kind of a mess and kind of on the fence. We don't know where that's going ultimately. But all of these nations that Israel, Arab Muslim nations that Israel has relations with, are standing against Israel at the UN. Folks, it's got to stop. If the Abraham Accords mean anything, it's got to stop. This wasn't the only anti-Israel resolution this week. We had another, we had a few, five resolutions. We had an event on Tuesday, and here's some of the quotes here. On Tuesday, the UN held an event marking the International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres, Gutierrez said at the event that the occupation must end and he blamed the conflict between Israel and the Palestinians on Israeli occupation, settlements, home demolitions, and evictions, and the closure of Gaza crossings. He did not mention Hamas or the ongoing Palestinian terror wave, which has claimed the lives of several Israelis in recent weeks alone. Of course not, folks. It is so skewed, and the UN has been since its founding. Since its founding, it has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation. Wrap your head around that. Hundreds of resolutions against Israel. Hundreds more than the former Soviet Union, communist China, Cuba, Iran, Syria, North Korea. The list goes on and on. Folks, we live in times that the prophet, prophet Isaiah described very succinctly. Times where good is called evil and evil is called good. And Isaiah says, with God speaking through him, woe to those who call good evil and evil good. But welcome to 2022, because those are the times we are living in. These are Bible times. And look no further than Genesis 12, 3. It's one of our foundational verses here on The Watchman where God tells Abraham, I will bless you. I will bless the people who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. Folks, we've got the list here at the UN. You do the math in terms of where they stand uh, on the Genesis 12-3 litmus test. Hey, quick programming note before we go. Next Wednesday, live stream here in the newscast, a special live stream, Wednesday, December 7th. Mark your calendars. My good friend David Rubin is joining us from Israel. He was the mayor of Shiloh. We pronounce it Shiloh here in the West, but Israelis call it Shiloh in the biblical heartland of Samaria. He's going to bring some great analysis of the situation with the new Israeli government coming in, the terror wave I mentioned a moment ago, hitting Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland. Also, he's going to tell us about a great organization that he heads up called the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund. It's helping victims 
of terrorism, especially children affected by Palestinian terror. You won't want to miss this. Next Wednesday, December 7th, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, join us live with my very special guest, David Rubin, coming to us from Israel's biblical heartland. And you can bring your questions for our Q&A session, and David will be glad to take your questions as well. It will be good. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Keep all of this in prayer, folks. Prayer works. It really does. God bless you, and remember, until next time, never. Hold your peace.